So as we heard yesterday, the Supreme Court in a 6-3 decision ruling against the state of New York that you cannot be a May issue state, meaning you are not allowed to ask a second question when someone says, I want a gun permit. You're not allowed to ask why. You don't get to make that call, but the Second Amendment and the 14th Amendment prevent such a thing. The dissent from the liberal justices is not the dissent from the common sense crowd. The dissent from the liberal justices is proof of a problem that the ideology is very much detached from the necessity of the Constitution and of the court itself. I heard this in a video uh, from, uh, it it was Justice Sonia Sotomayor talking about Clarence Thomas. It was actually a lovely statement that she made, talking about the fact that she disagrees with him wholeheartedly on so many issues, but that he's a good man, he's a decent man, and he's the first guy in the building to know everybody's name and to ask how your kids are and to ask what's going on. When when her, I think it was her, her father died, her father-in-law died, uh, he was the first person to send flowers, that he's this decent guy. And she said that the difference between us, and I'm paraphrasing here, is that he believes that everybody can pull themselves up from their bootstraps. And she's speaking for herself, and this is Sonia Sotomayor saying it, I believe that people need some help reaching their bootstraps. And in that, I found the exact problem I have with the political left and with the liberalism on the court that the job of the court is not to help people reach their bootstraps because that is an ideological question and an ideological conversation. The court exists to decipher the Constitution in terms of its meaning. It says what it says and it doesn't say what it doesn't say. Not to play into the whims. The whims on this case are everywhere. The Supreme Court ruled that you cannot be a May-issue state. You cannot deny people their Second Amendment rights. The Heller decision states this. The McDonald decision, McDonald Chicago, uh, states this. The original text of the Second Amendment states this. The historical perspective states this. But what was the response? The response has been something else. Something amazing. Keith Olbermann, the state, the state of New York should ignore the court. After all, how do you think you can enforce your rulings? Neil Kotchall, who is a guy who has argued in front of the Supreme Court, going to be very weird if Supreme Court ends a constitutional right to obtain an abortion next week, saying it should be left to the states to decide, right after it just imposed a constitutional carry right to concealed carry of firearms, saying it cannot be left to the states to decide. The Second Amendment exists in the Constitution, and there is no constitutional right to an abortion. Why would he say that there is when there clearly isn't? Piers Morgan, America's response to its recent mass shootings is to make it even easier for Americans to get guns. The Second Amendment is now being interpreted as a right to bear arms as part of an unregulated civilian militia. I uh, had a little Twitter spat with Piers Morgan yesterday because he's always wrong on the Second Amendment. 
Then you have uh, presidential candidate uh, Marianne Williamson when she's not reading her crystals. Uh, people will die because of this. They're doing it to protect the primacy of property rights, not to protect the Second Amendment. Uh, okay. Then you've got people saying the Second Amendment should be uh, uh, amended. Um the theory that the Second Amendment guarantees the right of anyone without any training, license, or cause to be able to carry a concealed firearm into a crowded bar in New York City is absurd. Then you've got a Governor uh, Hochul. It's an outrageous moment. And so many of these people refer to Parkland, refer to Sandy Hook, refer to Uvalde, refer to Buffalo. Real things have happened. Horrible things have happened. You won't get me to say otherwise. Anna Navarro from The View and CNN. How tone deaf to America's very real gun violence epidemic can the majority of the Supreme Court be? This is a disgrace. Thank goodness they're tone deaf. Because that's exactly what they are supposed to be. This is the problem. The left believes that their feelings should run the nation. They don't accept that the court and the the Constitution and the court is not supposed to be subject to the whims of the moment. They hate it. And that's why they want to end the filibuster and pack the court. They only believe in the laws that they decide matter at the moment and that fit their ideology at the moment based on their emotions at the moment. And the court is not supposed to play whim to those emotions. It is supposed to stand firm. This is what the Constitution says, and this is what it doesn't say. And let the culture be the culture, and let the passions be the passions, and let the whims be the whims, which is why the leak of Justice Alito's draft regarding Roe v. Wade, which might get decided today, is so egregious because it was meant to apply pressure to a court that you cannot be pressuring. When pressuring the court, you're ending America as we know it. It is banana republic stuff. Courts that react to the threats of the mobs aren't courts. It is not an independent judiciary at that moment. Wherever you are on gun rights in America, you're allowed to be. If you believe that the court should not exist or the court should be morphed to fit your ideological passions, you don't actually believe in America, and you need to sit yourself down. You need to look into the mirror. You need to find yourself Take a breath, baby. We are at a very, very dangerous moment in America where you have a culture and elected officials who don't believe in the court's fundamental purpose and rather want it to be nothing more than a follower of a mob that changes its values by the hour. Count me out.